Hey, what's happening and everybody? Welcome back to Answering Questions from Reddit and welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and you might be wondering why I'm doing Answering Questions from Reddit today. Well, basically, typically I will do, you know, if you've been following me for a while, typically what I do is on Mondays, I will do my podcast. But I decided not to do that. I had a little bit too much to do last week. And since I was already, I was kind of like on an anime train because my uh, one of my co-hosts on Anime Casuals is uh, on break for a little bit. So I had to focus on that a little bit more. And uh, yeah, so I didn't get a chance to do a podcast. Next week will be uh, my podcast with uh, Luke Roberts, who's returning. He's the firefighter from Australia uh, that suffered with PTSD. So you get to kind of hear back from him, even though I think I think the interview is actually about a couple months ago. So I think he's actually been doing better, at least from what I've seen on Instagram. So, um, But yeah, you can j- look forward to that. Uh, anyway, I'll be on the advice subreddit today. And, you know, since I'm always trying to give advice on here and you know, trying to help people out. I think that, well, typically the people that are listening to this, obviously the people that <laughs> that I'm reading their posts don't really get the benefit of it. So uh, yeah, so for people that are new to this, basically answering questions for Reddit is exactly as it sounds. I just go to a subreddit that has to do with mental health or, you know, in this case, it actually a lot of these advice ones do have something to do with mental health or anything like that. So anyway, let's go ahead and get started and maybe we'll learn something new. My GP told me off for not making eye contact. I'm going to assume that GP stands for general physician. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It looks like everybody else. Um, I'm 19. Excuse me. I'm 19 year old female. I have social anxiety and I would say it's pretty severe. My anxiety stops me from doing basic things such as going to the shop down the road to buy sugar, getting on public transport, going out with friends or even going to work. I went to see my general uh, general physician or GP the other day, and she interrupted me mid-sentence and told me how disrespectful I was being by, for not making eye contact with her. I struggle with making eye contact unless you're someone I'm comfortable with, e.g., or example, a sibling. She proceeded to tell me off for five minutes that sent, then sent me home with over-the-counter medication. I feel like a GP, you shouldn't judge people on some of the things they do. I left that appointment feeling worse than I came in. Should I speak to her about it or request not to have her as my GP? If I request not to have her, the company would want to know why. Update, wow, I thought only one or two people would see this. I didn't expect to wake up to this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, she's got like 87 comments right now. Uh, my advice would be, no, just just drop her. If it's not, like, I, I understand with a therapist maybe sometimes, you know, if you're in a bad mental state, it can be kind of tough. So maybe give them the second appointment and then go from there. But no, absolutely. With a general uh, with a general physician or anything like that, I would say to just uh, drop them right away. That's that's not appropriate behavior. So um, I, I mean, especially since that's not what you're coming in for. And, you know, that's not really hmm, I don't want to say that's not their area of expertise. Obviously, they do have some inkling of, of mental health and they, they get that idea. But uh you know, since they do have an inkling, right? Since they do have an inkling on there, they shouldn't be. They should they should know better than to make judgments based off of somebody like that, right? Um, and yeah, I think uh, I think that was just really, I think that was probably just really poorly worded as well, you know, because um, obviously it sounds like that's more of a her problem than a you problem. Obviously, eye contact is very essential and something you should learn how to do. But if you're in a, you know, general physicians are, God, what the hell, what the, what the hell am I trying to say? Uh, yeah, general physician, whatever you call it. Um, you shouldn't feel 
like that. You know, you should, it, they shouldn't even like bring that kind of stuff up. It should be more, more certain things to, uh, and you know, if they do, if she does notice, Hey, I just noticed you're not making a lot of eye contact with me. Um, have you gotten that checked out? It seems like you're a little socially anxious. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, there, there are either way to, easier ways to bring that up. Obviously, I don't think that would be the best way either, but it would probably be better than the way that they brought up, um, especially to a young girl like that, 19 years old. Like, you know, <laughs> it's so weird now that I'm like 28 and going on 29 in December. Like I, I, I look at an 18 years old. I'm like, dude, you're still, you're like barely in high school or sorry, you're barely out of high school or you're still in high school. Cause I was still in high school when I was eight, uh, when I was 18, because I hit the cutoff for, uh, for the dates to, basically like the cutoff date for people to go into like first grade and kindergarten, all that stuff was December 5th and I'm born on the Christmas Eve. So let's go to the next one. Lazy husband. Not sure if lazy is the proper term. My husband is on vacation from work and had our daughter three years old while I worked 8am to 8pm. He has done nothing but sit around and play video games all day. Ooh, uh-oh, I might not be the, per- I might not be the right person to, to hear this. Uh, Video games day all day and watch TV. I can tell because nothing has been cleaned up. Everything is left exactly how it was when I went to work. Matter of fact, it was even messier with plates and cups all over the floor. He even admitted to me he's done nothing but lie around and watch TV and play play his video game. When I called him on my lunch break, as soon as I get in the door, he walks our daughter over to me and goes in goes I'm going to bed and walks off. Didn't even sorry I'm, I don't mean to laugh at this. Didn't even give me time to get get in and sit down and relax for a second or take a shower or anything. I'm a nurse so I like to. Sh- uh, to shower and wash off all the germs before I spend time with my daughter. He even told me he let her nap all day. So I know when he sleeps, she she sleeps all day. She won't sleep at at uh, at all tonight, leaving me up all night with her. Am I wrong for being upset? I just need some advice. No, absolutely, you're not wrong for being upset. You know, I, it's funny. I I've uh, like it, it's very tough to say, right? Because it, whenever we whenever people are like this, so very conscientious about the way that they they perceive themselves sometimes they think that they're sometimes they think that they're overreacting to something like oh my god am i overreacting no you're <laughs> no your husband should take responsibility i don't care if he's on vacation you guys have a 3 year old daughter and therefore that is a responsibility that you both i mean i'm assuming you both agreed on you, you know so yeah obviously he should take care of her uh, during that day and take care of the house, you know, if he is home all day, you know, and listen, I'm not the best person to, to talk about this, man. I, I let my whole room go into a freaking mess when I was back living home with my mom. And yeah, I mean, my room's still kind of a mess right now, now that I'm living with my brother, but you know, I, uh, so yeah, like I said, I'm a little hypocritical for, for saying this shit, but I also, I don't have a three-year-old daughter, you know, I'm not the, the one who's, um, who's chosen that life. Like once you choose to have a kid that's when your priorities should change a little bit like you know if you're if you like to play video games i'm not saying you have to give up video games altogether right but instead of doing the whole freaking day you probably only have like two hours tops to play video games now you know or anything like that you know i i know some friends that are still gamers but you know still but they have their uh they have their child so they they have to they have a very specific time that they go on there so you know i'd probably maybe suggest something like that maybe tell him hey can you wait till you know, either I get home or till, you know, till I do this to play video games, you know, you can have TV on the, in the background, but I really need certain things done when, before I come home, you know, just be very careful how you word it. Um, you don't want to sound a certain way that'll turn him off to it. You know, you just want to, you know, make, make sure that he, when he does do that, make sure you feel grateful and make sure you sound grateful rather than, 
you know, like, oh, what is this? Somebody finally decided to do it. I, I really don't like when people do that. Me, myself, uh, myself is included in this. I, I really don't like when people do that kind of stuff, when they're just like, oh, you finally just like, because there's no winning, right? There's no, like, the minute you decide to change, they're still going to give you shit about it. So it makes you feel like, oh, maybe I just shouldn't do anything about it. So yeah, don't, don't do that. Do not, do not do that. Just say, listen, I would really appreciate it. I, I'm, you know, I want to take a shower when I get back. I want to do this. Just sit him down and have a talk. If he's your, if he's your husband, then he should understand. Otherwise you are ignoring some red flags from the beginning, but I won't, I won't make any judgments on that. Probably, you know, I, and also, I don't know, you know, maybe this guy does a crazy, amount of work i don't know and maybe he finally gets a vacation he's just like oh thank god i can finally put my feet up and all that kind of stuff but like i said when you make when you make another human being or you know whatever you do or if you have a if you have a kid you kind of have some some negotiations to do at that point okay so let us see here excuse me this is very um excuse me just hit puberty there. Uh, this is a very short one. I'm a 23 year old female with 30A cup size. I I don't really know what 30A means, but A I know A cup size. Um, I have no cleavage whatsoever, and I feel like it's a turn off, and it's a big reason I'm replaceable to everyone. Am I just really self conscious, or is this true? No, not in particular. It would depend on what the re- okay. So first off, I don't know what the rest of your body looks like. I don't know what you know, what's your appeal? You know, listen, I think the problem is you have to think about it also in a sense of what can you do to complement the things that you're lacking, you know, but you also have to think about, I mean, listen, there's, there's also a, there's also a numerous, uh, a lot of things that come with big boobs that you probably wouldn't be able to do as a woman. Right. Um, you know, maybe it's probably easier to run. I mean, listen, I'm, I know it sounds funny and all that stuff, but it's true, right? If you're, a, if you're a woman with big boobs, I mean, you have to have like a training bra that probably squishes those things together, uh, like against your chest so they don't move around as much. Not saying that it's not possible. You know, I've, I've, I've heard that, uh, you know, it seems like some of the women that I see in the, in the gym or something like that, that are, that are stacked are usually able to do all that kind of stuff but listen i mean i don't think it's that big of a deal i mean but it just depends on the guy listen i mean, think this goes to the same but let's let's reverse the roles real quick so if this if some if a guy 23 year old male instead of 23 year old female came on here and he said listen i only have a five inch dick i you know i got no you know I, i'm really super you know whatever about it i'm like uh I, i'm super self-conscious about it um does that mean i'm replaceable to everyone no not really I mean, listen, you it and it reminds me of there's a, a fly called the damselfly, and I learned this in biology. And I this was a long time ago, so it might not be called the damselfly, I can't remember exactly, but there's a fly that has three different penis shapes and three different vagina shapes. Um and like if the fly goes in and it's not the right penis shape, and they're very, very distinct. Like and it's not the right penis shape, he has to the guy has to go like, oh, guess I gotta find somebody else. Listen that's kind of like human beings. Okay. You're going to find some women that are okay with that size. You're going to find some women that aren't okay with that size. doesn't mean they're bad. doesn't mean they're bad people or anything like that. Um, with women though, it doesn't make as much of a difference. Cause I mean, boobs are kind of more of an aesthetic thing. So, I mean, if you don't have a, if you don't have like a huge cup or anything, I mean, this might sound, this might be going a little overboard with it, but I mean, you're not using that typically in sex, you know, 
Um, you can, but you're just you're not doing it. You're not really you know you're not using that. You're kind of using that as an enticement tool, but you know it doesn't. It, to me, it doesn't really matter. Um, so no, you're not uh, you're not replaceable. If anything, you know we have to remember that men are actually the more replaceable of the two sexes in in um, in human nature. It, it it just it just is what it is. You know that's why um, I won't go too much into that. But huh, let's see. I, 22-year-old female, got beat up in self-defense class. Okay. Throw away. Duh. Uh, so before COVID hit, I was part of a women's self-defense group where we'd learn how to defend ourselves from attack, spar, and generally have a good time. Recently, we started meeting again, and we easily got back into the rhythm of things. However, recently, we've had a new arrival who is a trans... Oh, okay. This is going to be a rough one. Who is a trans woman. None of us are transphobic, and we really didn't mind as far as I know. Or if someone did mind, they, they knew better not to talk about it. Uh... On Friday afternoon, I was randomly assigned to spar with her, and things really didn't go my way. I think she bruised me in several places. My left eye is swollen, and I feel a sharp pain in my right side. Now, I'm not at all transphobic or a turf. I don't know what a turf means, but um, in fact, I'm very accepting, but this is too much to deal with, uh, almost. She was very aggressive and throughout sparring, and I only had a, got a half-hearted, oh, sorry about that, when I told her about my injuries. I've been thinking about this whole incident since then, and I can't find a way to raise the issue without sounding transphobic. Originally, I wanted to propose a sparring system based on weight, but then I realized she, that she's heavier than... Oh, God, guys. Uh, I don't want to... I shouldn't have read this one. I'm going to go to... This is going to go down the hole immediately. Uh, okay, and that would probably make her feel excluded, which is something I want to avoid. I'm terrified of fighting her again because I think she could inflict serious damage on me. If I was unlucky enough to have her as a partner again, I almost don't want to go to class this Friday, but I've been missing the group and my friends really, it's, uh, my friends really bad these past few months and I don't want to quit. Any idea how to solve this without being so inclusive? Um, you know, the, the one thing I have to say is that, like, it's not like... Like I see men spar with women, it's not that big of a deal. That's that's the biggest problem about this. So it's like you don't have to be transphobic to say, "Hey, you're going fucking rough with me." Okay, people people don't realize how rough they're going. And if listen, it, you know what happens to and if this happens even in men's, um, like just just strictly men's, um, not self defense, but more like MMA and all that kind of stuff. People have been excluded. They've been literally kicked out of a training session for being go going too rough on somebody who had a fight coming up, you know, because for them, the, um, you know, you, when you're about to go into a, like, if you're about to go into a fight, you don't want to be injured. So they, they'll typically kick somebody out. That's like, that's one of those people that's trying to prove something. So no, I mean, listen, I do. Shit. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to go too much into the trans thing, but you know, you know, you need to know how to hold back. And if the instructor is not realizing that, then, you know, he, you know, you need to bring it up to him. Okay. Because if you are, I mean, you want to think about it as like a workout, right? Like if you, if you go to the gym and you decide to bench like your max on the day one, like you've never been to the gym before and you, you decide to bench your max on day one, you're probably not going to go back to the gym for a while because you're not used to the lactic acid buildup and therefore your body's not acclimated to it. So it'll take you longer to actually recover. So therefore you won't be in the gym as many days. So if you're injured all the time from this person that is beating the shit out of you, then it's not your fault and you're not being transphobic. Okay. I, I I'm, I'm trying to dance around that issue. Cause I do have some, um, some basic issues with this, but, uh, ultimately I don't think that, I don't think that person is in the right. I think that, 
uh, weight doesn't exactly matter, especially in punching and kicking and all that stuff. Like I remember I did a self-defense course. There was somebody that came into my college who was like, uh, what was it? Was he a Krav Maga? I think it was like something like Krav Maga. And he was teaching us things. And a girl was holding, um, uh, like a girl that was a lot smaller than me, was holding a um, one of those kick pads. It's I, I don't know exactly how to explain it. It's not exactly a, like a mitt, a, like a boxing mitt, but it's like a big, big square pad that they hold. And, you know, she's like, you know, I was probably like two, what, 230 at the time. And she probably weighed like no more than 130 pounds. So I'm not going to kick her, even though she got a pad on with full force. You know what I'm saying? So I kicked her, but I know how to hold back. Like, it's not it's not that big of a deal for, to, to me to hold back. And then, you know, when I used to spar, if somebody sparred and started hitting me hard, guess what I did? I hit them hard back. Now, I'm not saying this is what you should do or anything like that. Um, obviously, if the weight is that if the weight difference is that dramatic then i would just say that uh yeah but anyway either way man she's definitely in the wrong this trans woman is definitely in the wrong and you need you need to bring it up to the instructor that's not how uh things should be run okay and leave it up to him because that's his class and if he wants more people then he's gonna have to teach them and this could happen with another woman right like i've had women straight up like kick really really freaking hard when I'm holding back, uh, you know, because I used to teach people MMA and stuff, I told them like, "Hey, well, listen, we're just sparring. Like, quit, like, quit trying to kick my fucking leg off, okay?" Or you know, I, I didn't want, I didn't, I, was, I didn't say this part, but I was like, "Or else I'll fucking kick your head." No, <laughs> um, but you know, gender equality, folks. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go over here. Um, no, that is a freaking book that you wrote. So yeah, good luck with that. Um, interesting. How do I get back my emotions? Feels as though I'm drift, just drifting through life as an empty shell. Lately, been feeling as though I'm just drifting through life, not caring about a thing. Seeing world events pass me by in a flash, and absolutely not giving a shit. But I feel so empty, and I don't know why. Help? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but. Typically, what I find with me, whenever I stop giving a shit about life, it's usually as a defense mechanism of some sort. So something so bad happened to me that if I that it makes me fear feeling at all. So typically, what I'll do is I'll just shut my emotions off and go. It's not even into monk mode because monk mode would mean that you're you're ex acknowledging your emotions for what they are and that you are. Um, you're accepting things. Whereas when you go into this mode, it's typically a defense mechanism against something, but it's a wrong defense mechanism um, that ends up, you know, backfiring on yourself. So, yeah, I mean, I would just say to, you know, therapy is always a really big, um, therapy is always a really big one, but, uh, you know, if you don't have access for that for whatever reason, maybe some type of self-help, uh people on youtube could probably help you i mean it depends on what you need and also be careful with that because you know it, i mean it's kind of like me i i watched some some red pill community stuff meaning um like men that uh kind of talk about being men again because i i kind of need that talk as well because i feel like the the mainstream industry is just a bunch of women telling men what they should be but i don't ever hear men talk about what they should be and so, but, you know, you also need the feminine side of that, you know, because th those men also tend to shit on women quite a bit. So <laughs> I'll just say that. But, um, but yeah, men, uh, but, you know, you, you have to be very careful with whoever you're watching as an influencer, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just, that's just my thoughts. Um, uh, somebody that helped me a lot was Eckhart Tolle, um, uh, E-C-K-H. 
H-A-R-T-E-T-O-L-L-E is his name. And he's an author, but he's also he does a lot of talks on YouTube. So, you know, if you don't, if you're not a big reader, um, just hearing him could probably help out quite a bit. So I'll probably just do one more and then I got to get going here. Um, I, 15 year old female, need help. Excuse me. Basically, I've been drawing, watching TV for the past maybe four ish hours, trying to keep myself from cutting. It's now like 2 a.m. and it's still all I can think about. I just want to cut. It's all I want. It's consuming my mind. My brain feels blank except that for cut, cut, cut. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm going crazy. I want it to stop. I want it all to stop. Why am I suddenly getting bad again? I can't figure it out. I just don't understand. Why can't I be normal? Why do I have all these mental disorders holding me back? What do I do to deserve this? Gosh, I don't want to sound melodramatic. I'm not trying to be. All, all woe is me. I'm just really tired of feeling like this again. I want my brain to work normally. I don't want cutting to be all I can think about. I drew... Uh, I drew, watched TV, scrolled through Instagram, Reddit, and laid down with my dog. Nothing is helping. I don't know what to do. I'm at a real loss. I really don't want to cut again. I've run out of room on my chest, so anywhere else I'd cut would be visible. I don't really have much self-control once I'm around a blade. I don't want to get caught again. I don't want to cut up my arms, but I know I will because it's actually all I want. It's all I want to do. It's all that's consuming my mind. Don't know what to do. Does anyone have any advice? Am I just having going to have to push through it? I don't think I can. I feel like I'm losing control. Please help me. Yeah, and this is always a tough one. You know, whenever you say, whenever you end up doing these things, like, oh, I can't do, I, I, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this, but this is what I want. Whenever you focus on the thought a little too much, you end up, and this is where my my age old <laughs> my age old advice comes in to focus on the physical side of things rather than the mental uh, mental side of things, at least at first. So if you notice, like I remember one time, I think it was just yesterday or something, I was playing video games for a long period of time and I realized like my thoughts were racing and then I realized my my leg was just wagging and up and down, you know, wagging like a fucking tail, um, you know, like shaking, shaking, shaking. And I, you know, I was just, I couldn't stop moving and stuff. And yeah, I eventually got to the point where I was like, oh, wait, like, let's calm down here. Let's control this. And then eventually my thoughts got controlled. But yeah, I don't really have too much to say in terms of cutting. I've never really been much of a cutter myself, um, but I met a, I met a lot of them when I was in the hospital, and it seems like it's a. I, f- I feel like there's some type of uh, I don't want to exactly say it like this, but there's some type of serotonin release when you do it. Um, maybe you know, in, in more poetic terms, I guess it's kind of like it, it. It reminds me kind of like a uh, like the pain that you inflict on your body is the pain that you feel inside. And I think that's why working out is really helpful as well. So doing something like that, that that's painful, but is beneficial for you, like working out or something like that might be exactly what you need. I'm not saying it's the event and all be all, but yeah, just focus on the physical side of things instead of trying to control your thoughts, because your thoughts are going to go out of control, whether you like them to or not. I mean, you know, depending on where you are in life. So that's just my thoughts. Hope you guys enjoyed this as always, guys, don't forget you can check out all things casual in the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Once again, I uh, like I said before, I'll have the um, Mental Health Podcast with Luke Roberts on next week, uh, next Monday. But uh, yeah, as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.